0: To me today i know it is so, so important as well it's such a pleasure yeah. particularly considering where we
1: are how are you feeling oh excited but tired too because it was a lot not a long journey but the tour has been hectic for us so now we are very excited because it's the biggest uh i'd say club headline show that we've done mm-hmm. that is 1400 cabits sold out so we everyone's super excited and we're filming it as well today Oh, you film filmed? Oh, yeah. Okay. That's good. That's why we were so busy today. We, we had a very impulse decision, but we were like, you know what? Never gonna get to do this again. Let's just film I, it as well. The, an impulse decision, was that then based on the fact that you were on the tour so
0: far, you've been you know, the sold out shows and how yeah. saying it's been, you thought, okay, this isn't, you know, take advantage of this and.
1: Yeah, because everything was sold out already and randomly we just like, hey, you know what? let's record it and then also got a message from our manager saying the same thing you gotta record it and then we just organized everything in like the last two days i won't even say two days like like, yesterday we were like oh we are getting led squeeze okay we do not have graphics let's figure that out (laughs) oh by the way we like messaging us light engineer in india like hey we need notes what do you do so we've given the notes to the light engineer like of electric ballroom yeah. then Karan had actually went stepped in and they like discussed every song played them did the lighting there like that's how we're managing it today oh my god I can't wait yep. to see
0: that it's gonna be incredible
1: hopefully oh well, yeah that's it's a rush yeah. job yeah. sir
0: yeah well the tour has been insane I mean you've been on the road throughout all of March across Europe yep. it's coming to an end tonight London the penultimate show tomorrow the final the show final this Birmingham. particular run You're just looking forward to having a rest after tomorrow.
1: Yes, definitely, because we would again, like I said, five shows in a row, one day off, and in India you do not do such extensive metal. uh, I'd say at least tours, and that's why we're not that well. We we do practice like every day, six hours for like two months before the tour starts. Mm. But exactly, it's in a control environment. It's a practice pad and everything, so it's pretty easy to do it there but then to do it every day on the road where you got to travel also the whole time yeah and there's no off, off days I mean. really is there i mean you wake up in the morning you're feeling a bit rough yeah. you don't really yeah. have
0: much choice and
1: the off days are basically laundry days <laughs> so <laughs> You're just carrying like trash bags with you full of dirty, <laughs> 20 one really clothes. No really believes that, do they?
0: They, they, yeah. they almost think like, okay,
1: your day off, you're just going to, you know, you're in a city, you're going to spend the time wandering, seeing the sights. We planned things. We were like, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do that. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Yeah. Everyone was tired. Everyone was waking up at like 11 in the morning. Like, oh, no, no, let's just get back in the bunk again in the bus. So, yeah. What? It's, it's not as glamorous as people think, like, oh, wow, you're in a band, you guys are touring the world. Yeah, we see streets, mm. wherever we park, <laughs> <It's tough. laughs>
0: eat but the, take out The overall experience of the tour, I mean, as a group, what has it meant to you? You've been in so many
1: countries and yeah. so many cities, as we said already, with almost yeah. every date sold out. Yeah, so experience in terms of that, because this is at least something that I can say not a lot of Indian bands have done, at least to this extent that mm. we're doing. And on top of that, even we weren't, like, whatever, like, happened with Bloody Wood is a very steady uh, graph upwards which is, like, enabling us to do shows like these, like I said, electric ballroom and everything, which we could never dream of. At least it wasn't in my dream. Mm. I wanted to, but it wasn't, like, you know, something that I thought would be achievable in the next five years, six years. Because we're just, like, seven years old, I'd say. Yeah. yeah? 2016. Seven years old. So we weren't expecting this to be happening so quick, but we are thankful. It's all because of the fans that we've got all over the world. Like you should see it today as well. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes even we are overwhelmed on the stage like, hey, it's not happening for the first time, but wow, it is happening again. So that is there's so much love that we receive, I'd say. Yeah. (laughs) Are still struggling to take it in? That reaction, that insane reaction, across all these cities and countries. Not struggling, it's just like, overwhelming in a good yeah, way. Yeah. You know where you are like, even we sometimes just a little bit teared up, like, oh fuck, it's <laughs> happening again? Yeah, wow. What has been the
0: most eye-opening, not necessarily the best, because I think yep. that's something hard to say, but the most eye-opening show of the tour so far?
1: Eye-opening show? Huh. In what sense would you say I opened I'd, I'd like in to... You, you,
0: you, you, as you say, got yeah. overwhelmed. You had that tear in your oh, eye. Oh, you that was down Scotland. Went, Scotland.
1: Scotland in the sense... So, Scotland was a little... I'd say not divided. Like, people were... There were some people that were just standing still, but you could hear their voices because it was so loud. So... I didn't know this, but there's a chant that he- heavy fucking goes, something like heavy, heavy, heavy fucking goes. Oh, yes. They started that, and then midway during our set, it turned into bloody, bloody, bloody fucking wood. So that, I was like, hey, wow. They that's started nice. a new
0: chant, incredible. Yeah,
1: in Scotland, that was like a packed house. And Like I said, majority of them were moving and moshing and everything, but the people who weren't moshing that much were like supporting us with their jumps and their screams. So that was, I'd say, one of those moments. You could look at every face and know that they were enjoying themselves. Yeah. Every time at least the lights went on, I was like, Hey, yes, people are enjoying.
0: <laughs> it's obviously been delayed from last year. Do you fi- feel like you're finally now able to actually capitalize upon Reg
1: and its popularity,
0: because ultimately that was January last year.
1: Yeah, that was Feb last year. But yeah, that's the thing we were supposed to tour in March. We released Mm. it in Feb. We placed the release around the tour as well that hey, we release an album, we get on the road immediately. But there were so many problems just getting a visa because of the Covid and all the restrictions and everything that was happening around and around the world that we were just like, hey, we'll have to push it because there's no other way that we can do this. So we pushed it a year, and now the whole album went into like, I I won't call it limbo because we did tour later that year, but that was a festival run. This one was more important because it's again, it's headline shows, and you're meeting people directly, you're getting to talk to them. It's more intimate, I'd say, so this was more important for us. So pushing it now at least we, we, we're we able to like get the name of the album back out again mm-hmm. and majority of the people because they've heard the album so many times they know the lyrics as well so that makes it even better yeah I feel yep. like
0: I feel like almost like the, the last year has allowed the album to grow yeah. and stature exactly so you did have festivals last year we talked to you guys at bloodstock as well mm-hmm. which is obviously a great moment for you so yeah it's not like you've just been sitting at home waiting for something to do
1: oh yeah absolutely
0: in your opinion then, in your direct opinion, what is it you think about Bloody Wood that's actually captured the minds and hearts of so many people around the world? That's
1: the thing, it's not localized, it's around yeah. the world. I'd say we write from heart. Yeah? Like whatever the words that you listen to, there there are no ghostwriters sitting somewhere just oh. writing lyrics for us or something. It's just something that either we have experienced or we know people who have experienced. So when we talk about these things in our music, I think it resonates with people. Uh... On a personal level, because again, like I said, it, either we have gone through it or we know someone who's gone through it, so it's easier for us to channelize those emotions. And things that we talk about are all—it's not just happening just in a local pocket in India. It's happening all over the world. It's just some people choose not to talk about it. Some people do talk about it. That's why people listen to their stuff and like, how how do I say, like, associate themselves being yep. a part of the music. And that's what I think happens with Bloodywood as well. That is an important aspect. Is yeah. Do you see yourselves? As flag
0: bearers, almost for the Indian metal scene now. Now, of course, there are um, great artists, great yeah. bands from India who have spread their message and gone out into the world and let um, the music play. Yeah. But compared to, say, the US scene, the UK scene, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, it may not be as well known. Yeah. Are you? Do you feel like you're spreading the Indian metal scene around?
1: I, I wouldn't say we are the flag bearers of the mm-hmm. movement but I for cer- certainly would say that yes that is being spread through us because a lot of people actually say, tell us that oh we didn't even know there's metal in India and I'm like that is weird because it's such a big country you and think, like yeah. it, it surprises me because the amount of Indian bands I li- used to listen to when I was growing up it just blew my mind I was like why isn't that out there why isn't it internationally known and now I see it because there's definitely a little distance between the metal world and India, a little bit mm. that it's not yet explored but yeah. i'd say because i get to hear that a lot of times that oh you're the first indian metal band we've heard of so i'd say yeah we can we surely do open those gates um, but i won't call ourselves the flag bearers yet that that's that's side makija absolutely absolutely of course the absolutely, you yeah, keep,
0: I, of course, yeah. yeah. Man well i've been seeing him since by. i was a kid so oh, you know amazing. You, what, what do you think it is? What is the glass ceiling that you think exists for the Indian metal, metal scene? That means,
1: as you say, it's not well known elsewhere. It's I, I'd say it's a little tricky for me to answer that because for us, we were very, 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 like our vision was very streamlined. Since the time we put out the first cover as well, like yep. it was very streamlined that we need to put a mark on the international market. You cannot, especially being a metal band, because other genres, I personally think for example Bollywood it's not that big all over the globe but in India it's the biggest so like people can do that but with metal specifically when the market is so saturated and you want to make a living out of doing what you love you definitely need to look at the global scenario so we, for us it was very streamlined like what we want to do and that's why we put out the covers, so yeah. that we could have eyeballs, so people would come down. Like, if there are 10,000 people who will come and listen to the original, you, you're you there. That's what you need. You need global eyeballs. Okay. Yeah. So that's what we did. So I, and right now, I think everyone is trying to do that. But where we got uh, lucky with the, all the hard work was finding our own sound. Yes. And that is very important, I'd, I'd say. Because the sound that we play today is... Literally direct result of uh, experimenting. Yeah. Karan would sit down on like while he's doing the arrangement and everything. He'd like one fine day when we we were doing the cover for Mundi Aado Bachke Re, the Punjabi MC song. He just was like he tried Dhol and he was like, hey, that sounds actually nice. It feels <laughs> like guitar and Dhol are meant to be the distorted guitar. And I heard it and I was like, yeah, you're not wrong. That's literally adding a very nice, I'd say, delicious, yes, uh, percussive <laughs> element right there. So that's what we did so i think that's the way to go you have to Absolutely. have like idea of what you want to do in terms of marketing because that's in within 2023 yeah it is the most boring yeah. topic of
0: all when it comes to talking about the music yeah. industry but it's also somebody most important you know this exactly. modern band social media streams
1: pushing yourself and it's almost yeah. seems impossible to you have beat to. The algorithm. You have to. No, you cannot beat the algorithm. You have to find a way to go with the algor- algorithm. So it changes again, though. That yeah, that's what, what what I'm saying. Because everything right now is on your phones. Mm. Everyone has access to things like YouTube. YouTube has endless knowledge. Yes. So you just need yeah. to figure out what's the best way for you is. I'd say, because it's literally different for everyone.
0: Have you Have no. you run into many people who cite themselves as fans of Bloody Wood from the very start we're talking about the
1: covers era and stuff like that and they're still along for the ride a lot of those guys a lot of those guys we have people who are like oh we've been listening to you since this track and I'm like oh that was the fourth one we (laughs) released in in covers so we've got so many of those who are like in for the long game like they just believed in us and those those guys are the initial reason where we could be because they stuck with us and they're still with us so that's how I, yeah, that's pretty much it. Because majority of them, you're going to see them today as well. Yeah. Like, oh, I've been listening to you for the so past five years. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, we're just seven years old. Five, that sounds a lot of commitment. I met one at the front. While <laughs> I was
0: waiting for this interview, I met somebody who cited himself oh. as having been there since 2017. So it, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See. So, and it's... Incredible that it's seven years really, which yep. you know, is a long time in itself, but a couple of those years are COVID related, so not really a lot happened. What's your proudest achieve, proud achievement to date with Bloody Wood?
1: It's gonna sound very cheesy, man, but the proudest achievement is just the amount of people that just come out. Because no awards, no monetary gain can ever come closer to when you hear that chant. Bloody wood, when people go all out. And this is, again, like I'm saying, it's like in the middle of sets, it just starts like, we take a moment before we start speaking again, because, you know, you're tired. Yes. (laughs) So you're doing that, just adjusting your clothes, whatever, and just that pocket literally starts into a chant just that little pocket where you're quiet so the amount of support i would say this in the most like good ways when i'm gonna say this but we almost have like rabid i'd say fans but in the good way because they want more music from us they want to give us their love in the sense like if we ever step out and we try to do that when this rooms are a little smaller because it's easier to meet people Or when we're not tired. Yes. Yeah, or when we're not tired. When we do that, we hear people telling us their stories, how they got into us, how it helped them, or maybe how they just had fun listening to it and just didn't go back ever again after that. So this is irreplaceable. That's... that's, that's more addicting than cocaine, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, because when we the first time we toured immediately after that COVID happened, we literally were feeling it like, oh fuck, this is what tour blues is. No, it's not. Yeah. We're just missing that feeling because we've not toured that much to even have tour blues. It was just we miss being on stage. I can yeah.
0: attest to the rabid nature as well because uh, Bloodstock Twenty Twenty Two was the first time I saw you guys play live and yeah. watching. Watching that crowd and that heat, <laughs> if you remember as well, that heat yeah. Uh, yeah. That was insane. Uh, absolutely incredible. And you're not, like, what's even, this is not the end for this yeah. year. You're in the US in May, in May yeah. in tour, supporting Gojira in June, Japan yeah. at the end of June. Yeah. Is it fair yeah. to say that Bloody Wood is becoming, at least at this stage, based off all of that, a bit of a global phenomenon?
1: I won't deny that. I actually like the ring of it. <laughs> honestly, I don't know. We still have to see that, honestly. With our US2, the reception, the first US2 we did back in, I don't even remember, September it was. Mm. Yeah, but when we did that, the reception was out of the world. So that is where I realized that, hey, no, it's not wrong. Like, people are listening to us on different parts of the world. And, yeah, I'd say that. I'd say that. Yeah. um. London what's London got to do tonight to top Scotland let's say the one you were cited they, they have to go crazy man yeah I say this at every show oh, that we're insane. looking for the craziest city in, on the store mm. in Europe and UK for the time being it's literally number one is Prague oh wow yeah, yeah. people yeah. just went cra- I was genuinely scared for people there I was like you know something's gonna happen so every time we there'd be a mosh pit or we'd ask yeah, for yeah. a wall of death or something I would just keep my eyes there I was like I can miss out on the next line that I'm gonna sing but if something happens that is I'd say one of the should we close that door uh, it's not oh, gonna no go, that's yeah. fine no okay so yeah so that was that's the top for us for now Cortland is literally right there or a little bit less than it because like I said there were a few people standing straighter as well yeah yep but these two are on the top so i'm hoping because london always goes crazy this is the third time i the first two times they went crazy i'm expecting the same energy today this is my city i would expect nothing but from them yep listen thank you so much for taking the time to do this
0: good luck for the night thank you for your time thank you thank you very much for watching if you liked what you saw please help us out by giving us a thumbs up and hitting that subscribe button if you really liked what you saw Consider donating to keep the website and channel running by buying us a coffee via our coffee page or picking up some merch from our big cartel store. You can check us out on GBHBL.com as well as via our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as listen to our interviews via SoundCloud, Apple Music, and Spotify. Just search for GBHBL, games, horror, and heavy metal. What else is life for?